the name of the one God, the Holy Trinity. Amen. Please be seated. Sweet potatoes are a favorite food in the South and in Texas. Sweet potatoes are rich in vitamins and minerals and fiber. And years ago, I discovered that I didn't have my grandmother's recipe for sweet potatoes. But how difficult could it possibly be to make, I thought. Butter, sugar, pecans, and if you're feeling a little bit crazy, maybe coconut, pineapple, finish off with marshmallows on top. Simple enough, right? So I started in on my sweet potato holiday dish. I baked those orange vegetable roots and I let them cool as I gathered my ingredients. My husband, who is an excellent cook, and by the way, I am not, he was eyeing the whole situation. Are you really going to put all that stuff in there? Well, uh, yeah, I said in a way inviting a suggestion. Why don't you start by just adding salt and then see what you think? So I did. And to my surprise, the salt brought forth the flavor and enhanced the inherent sweetness of this potato. Oh my goodness, my eyes lit up. It didn't require all that other stuff. Well, okay, maybe a little butter. But with just the salt, it was delicious. Aha, of course. And no wonder that there's salted caramel this and salted caramel that and brownies topped with finishing salt. And hello, we've always used salt on vegetables and meat. But it wasn't until the sweet potato episode that I understood the power of salt. You are the salt of the earth. This is what Jesus says to the crowd gathered on the mountain after he had said, Blessed are the poor, those who mourn and who are meek. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness who are merciful, pure in heart, and peacemakers. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. You are the salt of the earth. Did you know that? That you are salt? Do you realize your power? Do you know your potency? Do you understand what your presence does? Like salt bringing forth the natural goodness of the sweet potato, we add zest to the goodness already present in creation. Today's gospel reminds us that we are salt, an essential ingredient in God's divine recipe. But this is something that, as a people, we forget again and again. And perhaps some of us never even knew it. 
or there are so many messages coming at us from other sources, messages that confuse, mislead. They mislead us about who we are, messages that seek to disempower us and tell us that we don't or cannot make an impact in our communities and in one another's lives. And when we listen to and internalize those messages, those messages that we are something other than salt, well, the situation can become a gloppy, unrecognizable mess, making it difficult to taste and see the reality, God's reality, and dream for all of us and all of creation. And so, this world, like a great big sweet potato, needs you, for you are salt. And not will be, and not thinking about becoming, but you are already the salt of the earth. The salt that is loving kindness, justice, generosity, and joy. God's values manifest in the granular of our lives. We are salt as we come alongside and care for the poor. We are salt as we comfort the grieving and respect the dignity of every human being. We are salt as we are honest and tell the truth, even if it brings persecution. We are salt as we pray for our enemies, forgive them, and seek peace along with justice. Jesus looked upon that group of folks gathered on the mountain, and he looks upon us today with a heart full of divine love and says, You, you are the salt of the earth. This pinch of you, you will season the whole community. And for me, it brings to mind that famous quote from Margaret Mead. Never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed persons can change the world. For indeed, it's the only thing that has. It's another way of saying, you are the salt of the earth. And it's worth noting, because Jesus did, that salt can lose its taste or somehow not be itself anymore. What would that look like for us? It can look like becoming emotionally and spiritually depleted. It can look like becoming overwhelmed and worn down by the coarseness and callousness of our day. So just as the folks gathered around Jesus on the mountain, when we gather around Jesus, he keeps us salty. Being here, praying and worshiping together, keeps us salty. Studying the scriptures together keeps us salty. And serving alongside of one another in ministry, it keeps us salty too. For when two or three are gathered together, I will be in the midst of them, Jesus says. Recently, my teenage son volunteered at the Beacon Homeless Ministry. 
And afterwards, he reflected on his experience with me and shared, while he felt that his work was meaningful, what really inspired him were the staff members and the volunteers who were there every week. And he said to me, I was so encouraged knowing there are so many good people in the world doing this work. Mom, it gives me hope. And it makes me want to do good too. Salt, bringing forth the goodness in others, in our community, and in the world. This is what God is up to in the kitchen, whipping up God's reign, and we are an essential ingredient in it. For we are salt, made to bring forth what is real and inherently sweet in life. We are salt, and we are called today to be shaken, sprinkled, mixed, and thoroughly stirred into the sweet potato of life so that others can taste. And when they do, their eyes light up and say, Aha, of course, and give glory to God. Amen.